about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshigma, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. Mark chapter 4. He says, listen to this, because this, this text sets us up nicely for the new year. He says, on the same day when evening had come, he said to them, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Folks, we're not crossing over to 2019. Please don't be fooled. We're crossing over into a new decade. And how you enter into the decade will determine the next 10 years of your life. God is saying, let us cross over. The word is, let us cross over. Let's continue to read. And he said, now when they had left the multitude, 2020 means you're going to a place where other people can't follow you. Okay. Stop looking for friends that will drag you down. Uh, because there are places you go that people can't follow you. He says, they left the multitude uh, and they took him along in a boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. Let's see what happened to those little boats. And, and a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea. Let me read this again. Then he arose and rebuked what? The wind. And then said to the sea, Peace. What? Be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. But he said to them, Why are you so fearful? Worship Tabernacle, why are you fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Uh, and they feared exceedingly and said to one another, Who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? In the book of John, chapter 16 and verse 33, he says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me ye may have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulations. He says, Well, be of what good cheer I have overcome the world. My, my contemplation of this message was very exhausting. It was exhausting because as a pastor, you want to ask yourself, what do you tell the people on the last Sunday of the year? What really do you say? And, and, and during my hours of contemplation, I stumbled on this scripture. I didn't stumble on the scripture, to be honest with you. In, in, in the midst of my whole debate, in the midst of the whole debacle of God, I need a message, I need a message, teach me what to do. I walked into my gym. Imagine, because whenever you want to exhaust exhaustion, go into the gym. So I got into my gym, and I was walking out, and I just looked up, and on top of the TV in my gym, there was a placard or a plaque that says Shalom. Must have bought it a long time ago. It's been there a long time ago. I've never paid cognizance to it. Long time. It's always been there. But when I looked at it, I just stopped in my exercise and I looked at it and I felt peace. Shalom. Listen to me, someone. God said to me and started to deal with me, he says, Many people say that when a door closes, another one will open, right? God says to me that the problem many people have is that they will never walk through the open door. Because they keep behaving like the closed door. Many people 
cannot see the opportunities God has placed in front of them because of the hurt of the last experience of the previous door. Before there is a new beginning, there must be a removal of the old. If you cannot let go of the old, you will not be able to get into the new. The door of that marriage closed, you're going to have to walk into a new one. The door of that job closed, you're going to have to walk into a new one. The door of that relationship shut down and you're going to move into a new one. The door of 2019 is shutting down and you've got to move into the door of 2020. But you will never move into 2020 if you keep behaving like 2019 based on what you've been through. And, 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 and God started to say to me that 2019 was a door, but 2020 is another door. And he says to me, son, even you. So this is, this is, this is, this is, this is not only for you. This is, this is like Amadeus who sang too. If I get excited, please bear with me because it spoke to me. He, 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 God says, you know, I want to give you the tool, the ingredient uh, that will open up a new year for you and a new decade. He keeps saying to me, decade, 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 with faith and with the right attitude. The theme for 2020 is I am. That word I am, I was sitting down and having a discussion uh, with uh, a couple in my house and I said it two years ago that as we walk into 2020 the theme is going to be I am. This is two years ago. I had forgotten the theme. When we were in a meeting I kind of looked at the couple and said what did I say the theme was two years ago when you were in my house? And they said, I am. I said, yes, it is I am. You will listen as we go through this message. You will get something. Because if you don't open your mouth, you won't get anything. And God said to me, he says, I can't be the I am if people don't understand that there's a particular tool that can tie everything together. What is the tool that will make you exit 2019 and enter into 2020? And God said to me that, I want to give you the tool called peace. Peace. And Psalm 29 and verse 11. The Bible says, The Lord will give unyielding and impenetrable strength to his people. The Lord, read it with me, that last sentence, The Lord will bless his people with peace. Can everyone shout this and personalize it? The Lord will bless me with peace. One more time. Say, the Lord will bless me with peace. I know you didn't legislate for the person sitting beside you. If you had a choice, you might have sat beside someone else. But by divine appointment, you're sitting beside that person. Tap them and say, the Lord will bless you with peace. The way they say to you knows if they like you or love you or hate you. Say to them one more time. Say, the Lord... He says, the Lord will bless you with peace. And God showed me the scripture. He says, I will bless you with peace. And then I started to contemplate on this. And I started to look into this. And I started to say, God, what do you mean? He says, if you're going to exit 2019 and walk into the next decade. He says, you've got to recognize that I will bless you with peace. I will strengthen you and bless you with peace. Now, so you will understand exactly what God is saying. As I did in the first service, I've got two people who are still there. You're going to still preach with me. Come out. I need one more person to preach with me this afternoon. 
one, just one more. That one got up and went out. Uh, uh, I need one person. Who, who, else, who else can help me? Just, I just need one more. Oh, car. This is good, you know. This is good. This is a good one. Now. This is good. This, 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 this is good. There are two words that you see there. There is the word bless and there's the word peace. He says, I will bless you with peace. Listen to me. So, here we have Stacy, we have Amadeus, we have Carl, and God said that if you're going to exit your 2019 to enter into 2020, what I want to give you is I want to bless you with peace. And he started to divide the two words. He divided the two words of bless and peace. So, for clarity of explanation in this illustration, by demonstration, uh, I want to show you something that you should never forget as you walk into 2020. So this is you. This is you. God says, I want to bless you with peace. The word bless means to empower. Are you hearing what I'm saying? The word bless means I will give you the inducement of power. Uh, you, you didn't hear what I said. So what God was saying is that he is power. And what I want to do is lay my hands upon you and give you power. I want to bless you with power. Mm. So the first thing he said is that I'm going to bless you, bless you. I'm going to give you the power to prosper. I'm going to give you power. All you need dunamis, power. I'm going to give you power which means authority. And when power rests on you, it allows you to take a step forward. You've got to understand this. When, 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 when Abraham met, was going along the way to help and deliver Lot, he delivered Lot and then two kings met him. The first king was the king of Sodom, the second king was the king of Salem which was in the form of Melchizedek. When uh, the king of Salem says, Oh, give me this, I, I, will, I will give you something. You just give me something like this and I will let you take the rest. He looked at him, he said, mm, Prof, that's not what I need. No, 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 no. Lest you say you made me rich. And then he turned to the king of peace. Salem, peace. Jerusalem, peace. And he turned to him and he said, I am going to give you a tithe of all. I'm not preaching on tithe, relax. He says, I'm going to give you a tithe of all. And why he said that, he says, because I want you to empower me. And the Bible says, Melchizedek blessed him. That even what came out of his loins years after that was by the blessing of Melchizedek. So what God says is that I'm going to bless you. So he puts his hands on Stacy and says to her, you are blessed. Meaning, you are not blessed because you are rich. And you're not rich because you're blessed. You are blessed because you are blessed. Listen to me, because if it's a matter of me being Blessed because I'm rich. There are a lot of people who are rich. And are still poor. There are a lot of people who have a big house. But it is a house. It is a horror house. There are people who bought a good property. But found out that it was in a bad location. There are people who got a job. Said God bless you with a job. But it was the worst job that you have ever been to. There was no peace in it. There are people who walked down the aisle and people who looked married, but it is. <laughs> In fact, some people are married and thinking, ah, how, how I enjoyed when I was single. So, 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 so on the outside, it looks like they have everything. But, they, and when you walk past them, you look at them and say, oh, they're blessed. But they're not blessed because there's a difference between being blessed and looking blessed. You may drive a car 
that is over 60,000 pounds and you may be in debt of 80,000 pounds. You look blessed, but you're not blessed. And I may be walking down the streets of Archway and with no debt on my head. And you may drive past me looking blessed, but not blessed. And that's why Abraham says, no, 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 no. I don't want to look blessed. I want to be blessed. I want the power to be able to be a blessing to others. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You need to understand that. So when God laid the hands upon Sisi, he says, first thing I want to give you is this is power. And the, the way he's built, you know his power. He says his, his power. So he gives Stacy power. The build of Stacy compared to him is like chalk and cheese. It's not, you can't. But what God says is that I'm going to be behind you and I'm going to give you power. You're going to notice this. And there are things that, there are three things that the blessing does. Number one, it dissociates you from your past. When God lays his hands of blessing upon you, you are dissociated from your past. How do you know? Because when God wanted to bless Jabez, Jabez says, bless me Lord indeed. And God says, from now on you shall no more be called pain. Immediately, Jabez was dissociated from his past. The second thing the blessing comes to do is that it brings change and adds value to you. It brings change and it adds value. So when you're blessed, you have value. So someone didn't understand this. And that's the reason why I don't need to be in your association. I don't need to be on your invitation list. Whether you invite me or you don't invite me, I am blessed by the way I am. My blessing is not in accordance to how many people are on my Facebook. My blessing is not in accordance on how I am popular. I may not be popular with you, but I'm popular with heaven. You, you didn't get what I'm saying. So, I'm blessed because God has blessed me. Therefore, he has added value to me. Is anyone hearing what I'm saying? So, the blessing dissociates you from your past, from your 2019. <laughs> and the blessing gives you value. It brings momentum. It brings change. Are you having, do, you, do you hear what I'm saying? And the last thing the blessing does is that it stops strive and struggle. When Jesus looked around and saw that the people were hungry, he says, give me the five, is it two fishes and five loaves? Two fishes, five, you don't even, five loaves, two fishes, it doesn't matter. Bring me the fish and the bread right now. And they brought it to him. Jesus didn't go into Makata He didn't speak in tongues. Sometimes we waste our time. Come on. He didn't call a prayer meeting. All he did is he was just held those bread. The Bible says he blessed it and says, Go and distribute it. There are things you don't struggle about. He multiplied what was there and he caused a struggle to cease. So when the blessing comes, the first thing it allows Stacy to do is it dissociates her from her past so she moves forward. He's still there. Second thing it does, it adds value to her. The last thing it does is that it stops strife. It stops struggle. And so the Bible says, if you go back to the scripture, he says that I will bless you with peace. Listen to me. So the first thing you've got to recognize is that there is the empowerment. Don't do it. But I'm just going to say this. He has the, I know, I know, because some Saturdays, not every Saturday, but some Saturdays, these men go out and they train. And I see what they carry. I'm so sure that he can carry Stacy up. I know Stacy can take her legs and put it right in front of her. She's that flexible. I don't understand that. But he has the power to carry her. So if, there's, if he has to carry her over the threshold of danger, he has the power to carry her over the threshold of danger. It's, but after a while, he will now say to her, I'm no more carrying you. I will induce that power that when you face a wall, you will go through the wall. 
When you face trouble, you will go over trouble. It is called an inducement. I am a blessed child of God. I don't know about you, but I know I am blessed. In the city, in the field, wherever I turn to, I am blessed. Now listen to the second thing. He says, I will bless you. The next thing he says is that, I will bless you with peace. So here comes Mr. Peace. Mr. Peace now lays his hands on her. Mr. Power lays his hands on her. Just one person. Peace means shalom. Peace means nothing missed, nothing broken. Peace is not the absence of turbulence. Peace is being steady through turbulence. Uh, you, you, you didn't get what I'm saying. Uh, uh, peace, many people, when they talk about peace, they talk about peace in the fact that everything is okay. That's not what happened. Jesus was in the boat and there were storms and waves around him and he was sleeping. You didn't get this. In my own personal life, I've experienced that. There are times when there's an issue. And then we go to bed. I'm carrying the issue to bed. My wife is sleeping. I, I mean, she's sleeping to my annoyance. I, I'm, many of you are you're, you're, you're looking like you're the one. When you marry someone, someone is more laid back. And more, someone is more, you know, I, I'm the more laid back one. Jesus help me for I've just lied. Ah, 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 I, I remember we had a big issue one time and she was sleeping. In the middle of the night, I woke up and I was looking at the girl sleeping. I was so angry with her that I woke up. Ah! Okay, don't you know we had a problem before we went to bed? He said, huh? what problem? Ah! And so I became more annoyed. Like, don't you realize there's a problem? He said, everything is in the hands of God. I don't want to. I should hear that, but I don't want to hear that. She just sleeps. And I'm here in the middle of the night, Looking at this one and getting angry with this one. You know, now she's this one. Because she is sleeping. The point here is, peace is not the absence of turbulence. Peace does not mean issues are not around. But there's something about peace. That it says that even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will what? Fear no evil. You, 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 you got, you, he says, I will not be afraid. Even though I walk through the dark, I will not be afraid because you are beside me. So here we have Stacy right now having power and having peace. Remember, if I'm, remember, he looks chunkier, not by fat, but just by appeal. He looks bigger, more muscular than she is, and he, peace, looks taller than she is. There is a God behind your smallness. Uh, uh, because when, when David appeared before Goliath, Goliath forgot that there was power and there was peace. Because nobody fights a giant with that kind of confidence that they're crowned with. That looks at Goliath. And when everyone was falling apart, he looked at Goliath and says, says you uncircumcised Philistines. Do, do you understand what it means? He abused him. He says, this, 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 this guy, this guy who, who, who. then he looked back and again, how much am I going to get if I kill this guy? He says, no taxes and you marry the king's daughter. Even if I had that option, I would take it. So all of them knew they're going to marry the king and no taxes. Do you know what it means not to pay tax? <laughs> and he just, he says, is that it? He says, and he looks at Goliath and says, you uncircumcised Felicity. He says, you know what? I'm going to cut off your head and the, the birds are hungry so I'll feed them with your head. And he infuriated, you're going to listen to this word infuriate quite a number of times before I finish. It infuriated Goliath. 
What kind of confidence does a young 15-year-old boy look at a warrior for years? A warrior which that his shield was taller than the guy and say to him, I'm going to kill you. Because behind his smallness was a big God. We sing the song, I have a very big God. He's always by my side. A very big God all by my side. <laughs> Don't we sing that song? Hey, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're too posh for that. It's, it's, it's Afrobeat now. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, what the song is saying is that I may be small, but I have a very big God. And listen to me. The God behind this lady is the God that says, I will empower you and I will give you peace. Power and peace. I'm going to read something for you because it's going to bless you. So let's tie this together. So we recognize that we have two things standing uh, behind this woman. It's called power and peace. Now listen, let's, let's tie this together and let's see where we're going. Now, I want to tie the blessing and I want to tie the peace together. When we go back into the book of Mark, we see that the power and the blessing was in action. In Mark chapter 4 verse 39, in Mark chapter 4 verse 39, listen to what it says. He says, and he arose, listen, can you see it? He says, he arose and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea. Someone is saying, how does this tie? He, he, he rebuked the wind and he said to the sea, hush now. Hush. Hush. He said to the wind and to the sea, what? Hush. Now. He's not like some of us that we just wake up after doing, Jesus! Jesus! Jesus is not deaf. He's by your side. And then we now go into a panic prayer. You know this panic prayer? Jesus! 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 What is the matter with you? Don't kill yourself. Jesus is by your side. You know the problem you have? Is you've called Jesus to so many things that he doesn't even know if he should appear or not. You want to cut a cake? Say J-E-S-U-S. See the stupidity. You're inviting Jesus to a cake you're about to eat. And so, next time when you're in trouble, Jesus doesn't know if he's coming for a cake or if he's coming for... You see, you see, so you go, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Even my wife, I made fun of her one time. I was upstairs. I just said, Jesus. I said from upstairs. I said, he's by your side. He says, that, that black cat that you just saw in the garden. doesn't do anything. She started laughing. I said, he called Jesus to a black cat. Hey, if you see how the cat was staring at you, I said, look at you. <laughs> Somehow in your psyche from the village where you come from, they have said to you that black cats are evil. They are not evil. Put up the scripture so that so we can close. He says, and he arose and he rebuked the wind and he said to the sea, hush now. Learn to use your authority. He says, be muzzled. Do you know what it means to muzzle? You know when you have a, 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 a dog, you understand? And you put a muzzle in his mouth. Meaning he can't bark and he can't bite. He says, be still, muzzled. And the wind sees. This is where I love. The wind sees sank to rest as if exhausted by its beating. Ah. And there was immediately a great calm and a perfect peacefulness. Listen to me. Keep that up. The Bible says that it, he says, be still, muzzled, and the wind sees sank to rest the wind the wind sank sank to rest as if it was exhausted this is the same wind that was causing problems the Bible says it sank to rest as if it is exhausted by its beating 
I'm going to read this again. He says, it sank to its rest as if it was exhausted by its beating. Listen to me, someone. The wind and the storm that was coming against you is not to sink you, but to sink itself. The w- Listen. I need you to understand this. Sorry, I'm going up and down. Sorry, I'm going up and down. I need you to understand this thing. The, the wind was so ferocious that it was exhausted. <laughs> You're going to get... Do you know why the wind was exhausted and sank? Because the person that the wind was against was sleeping. You, 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 you didn't get that. The wind was against Stacy. Stacy had power and peace. And the peace means she's not moving from where she is. It is the wind that keeps moving. It's the storm that keeps moving. But because there's peace on the inside of Stacy, nothing is moving her. And after a while, what is against her is exhausted. Ah, ah, you did you miss her? Your 2019 is not a failure because the wind and the storm is now exhausted. There is peace, peace and power. And power so much came on the inside of her that those who stood against her were exhausted. Because while they were talking about you, while they were back the bite, you, while they were gossiping about you. Why they were planning against you. Why they didn't like you because you got the man. Why they thought that you didn't deserve the blessings of God. After a while, when they keep talking, they will have nothing more to say. Do you know that there are some friends that get together because of gossip? When the gossip is no more there, there's no friendship. Have you, have you noticed? Have you noticed? When... when at one point in time, somebody walked to me and says, I can never associate with that person again because that person contaminates me. I said, tell me why. He says, uh-huh. so, but they, they, when I sat down with her, by the time I left, I nearly hated you. So, she was so exhausted. The, 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 the words were so exhaustive that after a while, while I am staying where I am, and you are talking about me for breakfast and lunch. I am still making progress. And because I'm making progress, it makes you more angry. And the more angry you are, the more resources you're throwing at and making me fail. But you're now exhausted and you sank. Okay, you didn't understand me. Let me give you another one. Some of you were not born there, but just, just believe me. There was a guy. Just... 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 Just let's use Carl as an example. Carl is George Foreman, if you ever remember. So George Foreman, big, muscular, he, 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 he was a boxer. He beat everybody in the way. Two rounds, you're out. He knocked out Fraser. He knocked out Fraser, beat Muhammad Ali, Ken Norton, and he knocked both. Oh, thank you. Oh, these guys are sharp, man. Sharp. While I'm at peace, they're at work. <laughs> this wasn't in the first service. So listen to what he did. Listen, keep that picture on because this will help you. This George Foreman, look at him. He, every punch just goes like this. Bam! Bam! Knocks people out. Ali was going into the ring and his wife divorced him, left him. Said, you will die in the ring. <laughs> and even his trainer knew he would die in the ring. You know what Ali did? He got into the ring. He knew, I'm not a match. Just imagine me fighting cow. We're not a match. So what I decided to do, as you can see, is that Ali just decided to stay on the ropes. And this man, George Foreman, every single round was just punching. And I think it's Angela, Angela, Angela Dundee, something like that, I think he was his trainer, was shouting at, shouting at, Ali, get off the ropes! Ali, get off the ropes! He was just on the rope. Just as you say, just on the rope. And every punch he was every punch he was protecting. Every punch he was protecting himself. Every punch, and this guy punched himself drunk. He punched himself to exhaustion. 
at the eighth round, he went down and he slumped in his chair. Go and watch the video. He slumped in his chair. Just like this. Can you see me upstairs? He slumped. When he slumped in his chair, when you watch the film, Ali's trainer was talking to him. He was right in front of him like this. George Foreman was sitting down. Ali did this. Came back, sharp man. Did this. Smiled and came back. And everything his trainer was saying, he didn't listen to. He just came back and it was this. He smiled. And then he sat down. When he came out for the eighth or ninth round, he told him, he says, come close. When he came close, I don't really think it was two, three minutes. He just gave him two different combinations. It wasn't the combination that made him fall. It was the, did you see that? Just, just, it just takes one punch from you. The enemy is finished. Because what many of us don't realize is that the enemy is already exhausted. You don't know because you're hearing the sound of the wind and the storm. But the Bible says that the sound of the wind and the storm, when they heard the man was still sleeping, he was exhausted. One punch, foreman did not recover from it. He was on the floor, they counted ten, and for another thirty years, the man did not come any close to boxing. May that be your portion. Where you exhaust your enemies to the extent that they are out of your life permanent. Till Ali retired, Foreman never came back. When Ali retired, Foreman came back and won the championship again. Because he punched him not only physically, but spiritually, emotionally, he made him retired and retarded. That is what you call when the storm was exhausted. You know why he was exhausted? Because the storm was against Jesus. But Jesus was sleeping. The annoyance. The why can't we stop Jesus from moving? Why can't we disturb this man? Made the wind give up. And there are two factors you need to take home today. Number one, you have power over the storm. The Bible says, Jesus looked at the storm and muzzled it. So, he has given her power. She doesn't need the laying of hands anymore. He can go and sit down because on the inside of her now is power. When the storm comes, he lo- she looks at the storm and she says to the storm, you do not have power to stop me from crossing over. Because the word has says, I will cross over. Power is dunamis. I am blessed with power. Did you get what I'm saying? I am blessed with power and with the power that I'm blessed with, I have peace. When my children are going crazy, I have the power to deal with this. When my finances are going crazy, I have the power to deal with this. My 2019 will not hinder my 2020 because my power is not only exhausted and not only meant to be in a year. Are you following what I'm saying? If my entire power in my life is only for a a year, a 2019, then I'm finished. My power transcends the storms. So, you have, you've got to know, turn to someone and say, you've got the power. I just missed someone. Turn to someone behind you and say, you've got the power. So, you've got the power, listen to me, you've got the power that you can disarm anything. Another thing you need to recognize is that not only have you got the power, but on the sin side of you, you've also got peace. Peace disarms war. 
Job chapter 5 verse 23. Let me give you this. It says, For you shall have a covenant with the stones of the field, and the beasts of the field shall be at peace with you. Let me give you this. Let me show you this. This is how powerful this scripture is. When we walked into this building, we are surrounded with neighbors. Neighbors upstairs, neighbors by the side. A pastor walked into this building when we were doing this building. He says, Pastor Ty, can I give you my honest opinion? I said, what? He says, when you finish this building, you, the equity in this building would have gone up. Don't even have church here. Stay where you are, sell the building, and take the money. He says, because you're not going to survive here. I said, Jesus. This is a storm speaking to me. You know, the devil is not looking for you. The, 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 the devil is not looking for you. The devil is trying to fight your peace. Because when he takes your peace, you fall to pieces. Do you know I wanted to sell the building? That, that thought came like, maybe I should sell the building. Because that very month, two, two churches were in litigation about noise. You know what I did? I went into the Bible. And the scripture God gave me was this scripture. Job 5.23. He says, For you shall have a covenant with the stones of the field. He says, And the beast of the field shall be at what? Peace with you. Five, Job 5.24 says, You shall know that your tent is in peace. You shall visit your dwelling and find nothing amiss." He gave me another scripture that I stood in for the last 10 years we've been on this scripture. He says, for the mountains shall depart and the hills shall be removed. Anybody that comes against this church will sell up their building. One was behind us, we bought them out. He says, the mountains will depart. The hills will be removed. He says, but my kindness shall not depart from you, nor my covenant of peace be removed from you, says the Lord who has mercy upon you. Are you following what I'm saying? He says, you have enough power to steal anything that the enemy throws at you. Listen to me. So you have power over the storm. Secondly, you have power to speak to the storm. Carl has given her peace so he can sit down. But on the inside of Stacy, there is power and there is peace. You gotta listen to this. There is power and there is peace. Here I am, the storm. I'm the obstacle in front of her crossing over to the other side. The difference is because she now has power and peace, she's actually taller than the storm coming against her. She was tall, the shoe's high. She's, tall. <laughs> She's taller than what is before her. By her power and her peace, I am here to resist her. But when she doesn't only need to know she has power, but she has the ability to speak to the storm. So she, because of the peace on the inside of her, she doesn't need to push me. Her nails alone... I will feel the pinch of her nails and do, ouch. By my turning, ouch, she walks across because she has got both power and peace. You've got to listen to this. Let me conclude in two minutes by saying this. When Jesus, when she, Jesus, was going to deal with the storm, there were two things that she did. She opened her mouth and when Jesus opened his mouth, the Bible says he rebuked the wind and then he spoke to the storm. The wind, he says he arose, he rebuked the wind and then said to the sea. Ah! It is not one thing he did. He did two things in one go. He knew he had the power because power is on the inside of her. He knew God had given her power. But he also knew he had peace. Let me tell you how this combination works. The blessing and the peace. He looked 
at the wind and he rebuked it. The wind was what was causing the problem. And sometimes you don't take paracetamol every single day when there's a recurring issue. You need to go and find out what is causing the headache. And then they now probably will give you antibiotics to fight the causative organism. Are you following what I'm saying? So, the issue may be my job. That may be the wind. The sea is the after effect, which is anxiety. So, when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the boss giving me problems. Uh, you, 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 you didn't get that. I, I walked into a job some years ago. And the man, I went to do one with a guy's computer. He looked at me. I don't know what I did for him. He just said, I don't like you. Leave my computer. He said it clearly in an office. He had the power to do that. He was bringing in 54 million pounds or something like that. So he looked at me and said, I don't like you. And he called and said, it's IT. He said, send someone else. Send someone else. I looked at him with disdain. And I walked away. He said, you know, I'm going to get you sacked. Ah. Ah. You are coming against my peace. Ah. This job is supposed to buy my property. That's why I want. I wanted to buy my property. I wanted to buy the rest of my 50% job. And the wind came. Ah. I walked away from that place. And I decided to go. I, I walked away shaking. Let me just confess to you. I walked away like God. What is happening here? And then God said, speak. And I remember what I said. I said, I will leave this place when I am ready. That's what I said. I, whether it's out of fear, whether it's out of faith, I know that what will come out of my mouth must be the deciding factor. The power of life and death is in the tongue. I said, I'm going to leave this place when I'm ready. No one will sack me. When I started working in Microsoft also, when I was a complete fool and an idiot there, I said to myself, I know you're a fool and I know you're an idiot. You know, you accept first. You're, 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 that you don't know anything. But I mentioned the same thing. He walked the first time. He will walk the second time. One guy who was an employee from Germany came and told my boss that I'm useless. And he was right. But what he didn't recognize is I have a very big God. He's always by my side. And you see, what peace does, I missed this up, our time is well. What peace does is peace ceases strife. Let me tell you, because of the peace on the inside of us, she doesn't need to pretend. The peace that God gave her doesn't depend on how good she is. When God gives you peace, it's, it settles internal conflicts. It must settle my internal conflicts. Whenever you are not at peace with yourself, you will fall to pieces. I may not be as a good singer as Stacy. Obviously, I am not. But that still doesn't mean that I don't have value. Because when God blesses me, He has value. You may not invite me to your party. I still have value. I have got, got peace on the inside of me. When the guy told me he's going to sack me, I rebu- I had rebuked and muzzled his mouth. Sorry, I can't touch you, but I just muzzled his mouth. Are you going to... I won't do that to you. I just, I just, I just, I just said, I said, I said, no one can sack me. I said to myself, until I'm ready, I will not leave. And immediately, I just muzzled his mouth. I've said this so many times. I disabled his account when they sacked him. There's a time you need to go and disable this guy. Say, what is his name? And he mentioned his name. I say, is he sacked? He says, yes. He says, so you need to disable his account. I said, with pleasure. <laughs> I went down to his computer. I online not to you. I disabled his account. Then I was working overtime on a Saturday. He came in with his Porsche. Porsche. Whatever you call it. He got the car. I got the, the, the name. He came in, drove in, and he was about to enter into the compound in, in, in Lombard Street. Lombard Street, near Bank Station. As he was walking in, guess who he met? He met me. I said, sir, what are you doing here? He says, do you know who I am? I said, no, no, no. Do you know who I now I am? I lied no, I lied no. I said, yeah. I said, you cannot come into this place. He says, are you sir? I said, he says, 
Do you really know what? Do you really know who now I am? He couldn't come in. I said, I will get the security to walk you off this premises, sir. That was the last time he ever came in. Because I most zoomed his mouth. <laughs> After I rebuked the source, I now spoke to the anxiety. You have the power, but you also have the ability to speak to the storm. And so what Stacy would do is that if she can't push me out of the way, she would say what? Move. And you know she didn't shout. Like some of you who think prayer is by shouting. It's just move. I was in Africa, in Nigeria, recently. My daughter was messing up. I said, sit down. And she, I didn't even know that I, my power transcends London to Africa. She just sat down. Leave 2019 knowing fully that not only can you push things out of the way, but you also have the power to speak. Don't speak negativity. Speak what comes out of the inside of you. And lastly, because power and peace is on the inside of her, Jesus, when she rebuked, when Je- not she, Jesus rebuked the storm. When you read the original version, it says, Peace within me, be still. You can never deal with something around you unless you have dealt with something within you. It was the peace he was sleeping, wasn't it? So he was so peaceful in his spirit and mind that when he woke up, he says, what is in me, come out and said to what is around me. And then he looked at the rest and said, you don't have faith. He, the peace that is in him said, peace within me. Looked at the, 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 the wind says, be still. Leave 2019 with peace and power. And everything else around you in 2020 will obey. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel Worship Tabernacle 131 St. John's Way N19 3RQ Archway, London Thank you for listening.